Welcome everybody to the next episode of Chiefs Focus First and Ten. You are here with Ian Caleb. What's up, Caleb? Hey man, how are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. I'm I'm living the dream. I hear you, crazy. man. I hear you, man. You got a bye yeah. week here, man. Yeah, man. Hey, no cheese game this week. It's gonna be a, we all get a little break from all the stress for those three hours in the game, man. But it's gonna be nice to see all the other teams around the league and see how they're doing. So yeah, that's what I was yeah. looking forward to in the bye week. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that Thursday night game, I was I kind of put it out there in the universe that I was hoping the Titans lose that game, and mm-hmm. they did. And I was kind of happy to see that. To be honest, I'm just kind of tired of seeing them. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about them. They just kind of annoy me. So I think it was that one loss to them that got to me. You know that one. Well, I think with the Titans, man, they look like a pretty good team, but they're struggling. They and are. it'd be interesting to see what they will do in the future. So we'll see, man. It'll be interesting. Well, I tell you, they're they're struggling defensively and they're struggling on special teams. Well, they paid the David and Colony all that money. Yeah. They paid him all that money, and he yep. ain't doing nothing. One year, twelve million. Beach was smart. Yeah. Beach was remember, smart. Remember all those Chiefs fans that lost their minds when he went to the Titans? <laughs> I thought he's gonna make their defense <laughs> a lot better. But yeah, I mean, no. what can you do, I mean, man? It's. I think there's a reason why you know. Sometimes players, and I always say this, sometimes players fit great in other systems, you know, and they may not be the greatest. And mm-hmm. with him, I think it's a different story. I think he's kind of lazy. I mean, in my opinion, but um, watching that game last night, I mean, I, I I was not surprised to see how they went down. I was actually a little surprised that Phillip Rivers kept it up as long mm-hmm. as he did, because usually he's like a, you know, he always falls apart in the second half. Yeah. But, um, he held it together, and you know they use they use uh, Brissett for uh, goal line situations. Cause, yeah, you know, man, they gotta start doing that with a Matt Moore. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Or Chad Haney, uh, for real. Exactly. So I think we're th- that's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, especially with the Chiefs, dude, because next week they're supposed to play the um, the Raiders. Yeah. So it's Raider Week pretty soon, man. Yeah. And you know Tyron Matthew and them all want the revenge after what happened in that last game. So. Yeah. Matt and Tyron does not like the Raiders. So I don't blame him a, at it's all. Gonna be a nice um I think it's gonna be a convincing win um in Allegiant Stadium. I think they're gonna, you know, see what the see what it feels like. I agree and, with you. Know, man. And if Tyron and you know if Frank Clark wanna do a victory lap around the inside of the stadium, that's okay. <laughs> you know, hey man, gonna, if that happens I'd be very happy. But yeah. man, so Andy Reid, man, he's like seventeen and three off the bye in his career. Yeah. How do you expect? What, do you, what does he do during the bye week that you think is different from everyone else? I think a lot of it has to do with he gives the players rest, but he also, as far as physical rest, but then he also he works on so many different things, and he just sits there and watches film on the team that's coming up, and he finds little holes and little mistakes, and he exploits them. Yeah. And that's why he's just so good off the bye because he, you know, the, te- the the team comes in fresh and he already knows what's gonna what's gonna happen before it happens. So when people, you know, they underestimate a lot of things Andy does in some ways, but that's the one thing that they should never underestimate that man for because he's he is seventeen and three off the bye. Well, it and just shows you strong. that. Yeah, it just shows you that he studies yeah. teams and he knows what he's doing. He so does. it's gonna be interesting to see what they're going to be doing in the future, which I can't wait. Because you know Andy's already come up with plays and stuff, so it's gonna really work out for them in the end. So, yeah, I get a lot of questions on Twitter about you know, is, is, are we gonna change it up? Are we gonna do this? We're we gonna do that, and I tell everybody the same thing. You know, we haven't even broke into that playbook of his, and you know we probably haven't even gotten to page two. And honestly, we're eight, you know nine nine games into the season. Well, they've been and- running a vanilla offense all year, basically. Just so, kind of like they did last year, if you remember. I mean, they did the same thing until the end of the season, and then they really turned it on and loose, yeah, and never turned it back off. I feel you know? like they didn't really even do it in the playoffs, though. I, uh, you know, it was kind of weird. The it Texans was, game. I feel like they just did the same game plan because that Texans game. I mean, they were down twenty-four nothing, and it was like just because Cole Harmon ran back that kick. And the next thing you know, it, I don't know, it just everything clicked for that team, man. And I know you were sitting there watching it, but dude, they were down 24 nothing and came back and scored four straight touchdowns to make 28 to four in the second yeah. quarter. And I was like, dang, this team is deadly. But yeah. it wasn't just the offense, it was the defense, the special teams. I mean, everyone was Everybody. stepping up. And yeah. that game will always be considered one of my favorites. 
Yeah, why? Was, um... Because I was like, you got to be kidding me. If we have Mahomes, we're going to lose the playoff game to the tight, to the Texans. It's going to be the Tennessee Titans all over again in 2017, man. And they, I mean, I'm just really happy just talking about it. And I yeah. wish I had a recording of that game. I wonder if I can somehow get a recording of that game to always have. But, man, it just showed you. I mean, they just ended them. They did not give up no matter how bad they were behind because everything that happened wrong in that game in the first what is it? First six? No, no, no. The first uh, six? No. First twenty-ish minutes yeah. was everything that has happened to the Chiefs in every playoff game since. I mean, yeah. beforehand, something was just kind of crazy. It came around full circle. Well, it's so funny because you know I listen to everybody, you know, outlets and everybody else complain about um, Bucker. You know, he's missed five extra points this year. Okay, well, he's missed two field goals two and that's a pretty damn strong i i would take the five points over eight missed field goals kind of like how the texans have right now Mm -hmm. their kicker right now including last night's game has missed eight field goals this season and this gostowski the one of the best kickers we've had in the past right exactly yeah Mm -hmm. and in fact he was supposedly above butker you know (laughs) we all know that's not true and we know that's not true so it goes to show you that, yeah, it's a, it's a mental thing with him. It has nothing to do with his ability. It has nothing to do with anything else. It's We've said this over and over again on the show, and I'll say it again. It's It, it gets in your head, and then when you're there, a lot of it's placement on the field. It could be a lot of different things, but I think it's all mental with him, and he'll get over it. It just is what it is. The guy nailed three straight, 51, 58, 58, like it was nothing. Yeah. And not... I don't know anybody that's ever done it three times. I think that's a record, if I'm not mistaken. You know, mm-hmm. to hit over 50 yards three times in a row and then hit two 58ers in a row, that's a record. I mean, I don't know that that's ever been done. And last night with that, you know, that was kind of comical. They tried a 67-yard field goal, and that thing was so far right. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't come back and hit the kicker in the head. I think Bucker could honestly <laughs> – I think Bucker could honestly make a 65-plus. If I say the Chiefs are up – by like probably a couple scores by halftime. Yeah. I say go and try the field. You never know. He might, I think he has a leg to make it to be Oh, honest. he's already made 70 yarders in practice. So, and that's simulated practice before games where they have the defense out there. And even during mm-hmm. practice, regular practice, he's made 70 yarders. Mm-hmm. So uh, he could easily make a 65 yard on the field. I don't, I don't doubt him on that part of it. Um, he's probably one of the most, got the strongest leg I've seen in a long time, but, He's very accurate. Just the extra points are just in his head right now, and that you know, eventually that'll just go away. But yeah, um, you know, we it got just, sorry, Tom Townsend. I mean, Townsend right now is dude. That guy, he, I think he's leading the NFL in average for punts. So we're we're sitting pretty on the on the special team well, side of the ball I mean, as well. As you remember, man, Townsend was undrafted player. Yeah. Each found him and his punts are booming. And plus yeah. he's QB too. He can throw the ball too. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean yeah, he threw a rocket. I mean, that was like a perfect spiral too. I mean, there was nothing wrong with that with that pass. Um, that was nice to see. But yeah, we're sitting pretty with the with our special teams and you know, the defense they struggle at times but in certain areas, but uh they always hold it together. Oh yeah, and that's, you're right. That's what makes the difference, you know. Mm-hmm. When you got but, Dirty Dan out there intercepting balls left and right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think so. one part of our team that's underrated is the special teams. Yeah, you can talk about the missed kicks, man, but we have always had a top 10 special teams unit, I believe, for many years now. And it yeah. works out. So I can't we wait to see what they're going to do. coach in the league, too, in my opinion. I mean, you, can, you couldn't ask for a better special teams coach than what we have. Oh, for real. Uh, I mean, he's been offered – I think he's been offered one or two – head coaching positions over the years and he turned it down so i don't see him leaving though no i just don't in my opinion but i mean it's possible you never know but yeah. if anything i believe that bnb should have a job over him when it comes down to it because yeah. being if he works the offensive by the ball he knows how to work with offenses and just toe just works with uh, special teams now i'm not yeah. saying that's nothing different but from what i've seen it's been interesting, but hey, they're both going to be good coaches if they get the opportunity. So, well, I think the enemy, to be honest with you, I think he's probably already got his 
job lined up for next year. Mm. If you want to know the truth, I mean, I'm sure nobody. Where do you think can it would go it. then? I mean, you got three spots right now that have interim coaches or one that's going out. So, I mean, you think it could go to be Houston? anywhere? He could, and that's where I think I mean, he might end up good, with because he's got no weapons. They have, they have no weapons. Yeah. He's gonna have to convince JJ Watt to stay, which I doubt. I don't know if he'd be able to. Because you saw J.J. Watts like, I'm not rebuilding, which I don't blame him because he's giving his heart and soul, and he's going to be in some pain when he gets in the future, man, because he's had so many injuries. Oh, that dude, man, so, he's going to be, by the time he's 50, he's probably going to be using a freaking walker. I mean, the guy's beat up. I mean, he really is, but he keeps he keeps going out there and doing what he does, so yeah. he's got his 100 sacks. I mean, that's a lot of sacks. It's so. just sad to see him not have any success in the playoffs. He continually always get bounced. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens, but mm-hmm. we got, uh, you know, there's there was an interesting play last night that mm-hmm. I, when I was watching that game, and Fitzpatrick had a perfect opportunity to, uh, not Fitzpatrick, um, Tannehill, mm-hmm. had a great wide open receiver, and what I noticed, and it's something that I, you never hardly see Mahomes do, he never second guesses himself, mm-hmm. but Tannehill did. Uh, and he had a he had a receiver wide open that it would have been an easy touchdown. Mm-hmm. And he waited. I'm not kidding you. It was about one second. And that one second broke up that play because it gave the DB, I mean, I'm sorry, the cornerback enough time to get over there. Yeah, but that's how quick it could be sometimes. It, it was. And it was it was very it was very enlightening to watch because the, when you really study a game, you can see the the mistakes that people make. And that was a huge mistake on Tannehill's part because he looked, he glanced at him, he saw him open, he looked the other way, and then went back to him. And when you give him that kind of time, and then when he went back to him, he hesitated before he did it. And it, it was not the smartest move because that, that cornerback was there. He was within, you know, two and a half yards of him yeah. by that point. So there was no way of completing that pass. Well, that so, just shows me Mahomes just lets it fly a lot. Which he is does. good, but he's, I mean, he's only the one reception, but there's been a couple times every game where you think the ball's going to get picked off. I don't know if he's not seeing the uh, linebacker dropping in coverage, but there's always, there's been a couple times where it looks like, oh, if they would just pick that off, but obviously yeah. they dropped it, so. Yeah, I think a lot of the problem, too, is that he's got so much power behind his passes that it's hard sometimes to pick him off. Even oh, though yeah, there's been times that they've had opportunities to, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you're throwing a ball 60 plus miles an hour. It's a football, you know, and it's a, it's a split second decision. If you're going to be able to pick it off or not, you're not going to be able to handle that. I mean, it just is what it is. That's a, that's a powerful, powerful throw from a, with a football. And, yeah. you know, he's been pretty, pretty smart with and pretty accurate as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He's had some overthrows and he's had a couple underthrows. Well, he's, yeah, you're right. It, I just noticed the accuracy has been there, but yeah, those overthrows in certain games has really killed them. Yeah, being it has. Honest. It has. I mean, some of the underthrows, and I know a lot of the times when he underthrows a, a, a ball, it's it's because his arm is so strong, and there's times that he thinks he may overthrow it, so he, he you know, he, and, and there may be a, a, a DB or a, or a, a corner that's back there, a safety, somebody that's back there, he may end up tossing the ball directly into their hands if he does overthrow it, but a lot of his passes are kind of designed for, or in his mind, he's trying to keep them from being overthrown or picked off. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think he overthinks it a little bit. But then when you let him go, especially if it's a, a design play, that's when it seems to bother him the most. I've noticed when it's not so much designed and he rolls out and he does what he wants to do, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. But, Whenever but he when gets a chance to do his own thing, it's done. <laughs> Those defenses yeah. are already shaking their boots trying to figure out what to do next. Exactly. So I think a lot of it's just design plays. But, you know, if he sees the defense reads the, the play or reads the offense, then I think that is when he either underthrows or overthrows. And mm. that's just my opinion. But um, No, I agree with you, man. I agree with yeah. you. I just right. can't wait to see what Gens- does against the Raiders coming up. Because they have some unfinished business. So. Yeah. Yeah, I it's going to be a... I mean, I was arguing with a guy who's a Broncos fan <laughs> the other day, man. And he was trying to see how the Raiders basically kicked their butt the entire game. I'm like, yes, they kicked their butt. But if they really kicked their butt to the stream you're talking about, then how come the Chiefs still had a chance to win the game at the end if the defense could just get the stop? 
Well, yeah, what's four from one? I mean, it was yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, they scored those points. The offense went flat, but it was four from one on like the forty-five yard, forty, the forty-four yard line. Yeah. But the Chiefs would stop, and they would have the ball. They would have the ball. Three minutes left, and they would be able to go down there and probably score a touchdown, tie it back with another two-point conversion. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know why this guy was talking, man, because when I saw him the day after for the Broncos, I asked him, was Melvin Gordon drunk when he threw that pitch? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, man, come on now. But, hey, man, it's always um, it's always good time with these other AFC uh, teams, AFC West teams, when you know your team's the best. They <laughs> be trying to nitpick every yeah. little thing. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, it's funny because there's a guy that's on Twitter. I don't know who he is, but, I mean, his, his, um, his uh, tagline is, hey, I hate the Chiefs. And... <laughs> Um, I think he's a Raiders fan, but he had posted something. Oh, it was a, it was with uh, Tony Gonzalez when Travis Kelsey uh, put out that deal with Tony Gonzalez. I don't know if you saw it or not, but yeah, he I put out a, about. yeah. And Gonzalez said he would pay the, pay the fine if he got fined for dunking the ball. Again. And he, yeah. And then he put overrated. You know, Patrick. I mean, like every third person that replied to Travis, it was oh he's overrated. Patrick's uh-huh. overrated. You're overrated. You know, I hate the Chiefs. But he's got zero followers, and he joined in January of 2020. So I'm sure he's a Raiders fan that just you know trolls. But yeah, man, uh, I mean, you always get those, man. But what does yeah. it matter? I could care less. They, yeah, they can have the Super Bowl they had back in what 1983. But yeah, yeah. Man, I just mm-hmm. can't wait though for this the season coming up, due to season everything that's going on. But man, so far since we're already through halfway through season, how do you think the Chiefs will stack up against the rest of the competition? You know. Look, honestly, the the one team, the only team that I'm actually wondering about would be the Saints. Mm. I am not worried about the Bucks. In I'm, any sure, I'm not either. The Bucks don't um, look scary to me. They just got their butt beat by the Saints, if we're being yeah, honest. And when I was watching that game and I was watching the Saints defense, that's what made me a little bit nervous. But then again, I'm not so nervous as if I was if it, we had Brady or if we uh-huh. had Gronk. Or we didn't have Mahomes, you know, because honestly, the Saints didn't do anything that great. It was just the Brady was trash. He was trash. I mean, I don't know any other way of saying it. He was terrible. He was throwing. Oh, they were terrible. I mean, every it was just a horrible game. He, my man, hey, he wanted to go to Tampa Bay, so he's just gonna have to deal with that. He's gonna have to deal with the off the receivers. He's got to build the offensive line. I mean, you're not with Belichick no more, dude. But well, I, and he's got to deal with that ridicule too, because uh, I uh, love it, every bit of it. Their coach, he don't play no games, man. He just oh, Brady made a bunch of mistakes. What do you want me to say? I mean, he just flat out calls it like it is. Brady screwed up. Brady yeah. screwed up. You know, it's always something. I mean, he he doesn't. He ain't like Belichick. You know, oh, we lost well, the game. Well, he's like you know well, Brady acts like he's untouchable. I'm like, bro, you're not the best out there. <laughs> Mahomes thought he got hurt, I'm... man. That one uh-huh. sack, I thought it actually hurt him. That hey, man, I can't wait to see what Chris Jones is going to do to him, for real. Because you know they don't like Brady, especially after what happened last year. Yeah, you know what Chris cool. Jones got in his face? He said, I said something I can't repeat. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, man, they just don't like each other. I do not blame them. I don't blame Chris at all. Because Tom Brady gets on my nerves. He's a bit okay. It doesn't make sense to me how he can whine and complain, but someone like in, uh, like Antonio Brown or Odell Buckham does the same thing. Like, oh, he's spoiled, but like, oh, Brady, it's passion, it's passion. I'm like, nah, that's not how it goes. Brady's yeah, you throw an iPad, but dude, Brady's, Brady's he's, the he's slipping. Complainer. Brady's the biggest complainer in this world, and people continue to give him a pass. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. And then they get mad at Odell Buckham. I'm like, oh, no, no, that's passion. You can't be getting mad at them for that. So. That stuff just really irritates me yeah. when I continually see that. So. Well, I got to tell you, every time they panned over to his face on the sidelines, <clears throat> one of two things were happening. You could tell he was about ready to break something or throw something, <laughs> or he was shaking his head like, and he was talking to somebody, and I don't know what he was saying, but you could tell he was blaming everybody else but himself. No, it was his fault. He threw the it interception. Was. Shannon was. Sharp says someone should have gotten in his face and started telling him to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Well, you know what's kind of funny? And I thought about this after the game. So they went through all this stuff to pick up AB. You know, Mm -hmm. Brady let him move into his house. He gave him this therapist to go to. He did all this shit. Well, the one, the first game he plays in with the Bucks, they lose by 35 points. Yeah. And don't score a touchdown. AB caught two passes. They went all the way down there to kick a field goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Brady, I mean, every time. Brown caught a ball. He acted like he did something fantastic. Well, they were trying to force it to him. Yeah. 
And the two passes or two or three passes that he caught, to be honest with you, were pretty easy, you know, just RPO. I mean, it wasn't anything special. Yeah, wrong pass option, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't nothing special. It, was, it wasn't a deep ball. It wasn't anything that he did spectacular to make this catch, you know. I mean, D-Rob has made better catches this season than Antonio made in that game. So I don't know what um, what all the hype is. I think it's going to end up being a detriment, be honest, to be honest with you. Well, I'm surprised he didn't blow up on the sidelines because you've seen what he's done in the past, man, but maybe he's just, just trying to let it be. Well, I think he's got himself in a position right now. He will. I, I, give, I got a feeling he's going to end up exploding on the sidelines. It's just going to be a matter of time. Um, he's, he's not stable. Um, I don't know any other way of saying it. He's just not mentally stable. Well, I think he's so, got a lot of concussions, which is the one problem there. So Yeah. He hasn't been right since that one hit. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who it was at late. I know on. exactly what you're talking about. It's the one against Cincinnati in the playoff yeah. game. He got laid out, and after that, he's never been right since then. Well, and, yeah. You know, yeah. and his arrogance didn't help him much either. But, uh, you know, we, we got a team in the AFC right now that – I understand why their fans are happy. I get it. There ain't I, no. Oh, man. But here, look. No matter how you look at it, if we had that schedule, you know, the only team that they played that were of any relevance at this point right now are the Ravens. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So I wouldn't be too excited to be a Pittsburgh fan at this point. They haven't um, played anyone. Yes, they have not. And they and do you see their schedule going forward? Dude, they could legit go 16 and 0. They could legit go 16 and 0 and be the number one They really seed. could. They could. I mean they really could. I don't honestly don't see it happening, but they could. Their schedule's very easy. I mean they got some of the worst teams in the NFL to play. They got the Jets. They got Miami. Mm-hmm. Um which Miami's come on strong here lately, and then Miami, I Miami might, might be able to give us some trouble. I was gonna say Miami might be the team that takes them out, you know, out of their their uh, you know zero loss season, but um, undefeated season, I should say. But after that, it's pretty simple stuff. I mean, they yeah, don't really man. have to play anybody, so it's gonna be, the playoffs are gonna be really hard on the Pittsburgh fans because when they do get into the playoffs, if they have to play us, which I don't think they will, because we'll be number two seed more, more than likely well, if they're number one, mm-hmm. but they're going to have a hard time. Well, one thing I don't like so far with this play, my play playoff format is that the, 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 there's not a two seed who can get a buy. And that makes no sense to me because it's typically what they have. They have the one and two seed get a buy two, uh, three, three, six, go ahead and play. Now, what they did is they just gave the number one seed gets a bye, and then two through two through seven, which they added an extra team to play an extra game in the playoffs. Yeah. It's more wear and tear on your body. It, it's not necessary. Is no. this the Cowboys and Jerry Jones are trying to get them in the playoffs, even though they're straight trash? I mean, or are they yeah. trying to get a, an AFC AFC team who continually doesn't can't get in there to do it? I, mean, I just think that was more of a, I think you're right the first time. I think it was more of a Jerry Jones it, it, type it of situation. It makes no sense to me because yeah. you have the two, the do the three best teams that have do the three best teams. I mean, it's like the Chiefs could legit do go 15-1 or 14-2, and they're not going to get the first round by. You know how absurd or unheard of that is. Yeah, that's that, that's insane. I've seen it many years where the Patriots got a 14-2 and the Steelers got like a 12 and four, and they got. Yeah. And that was just enough. And, man, you going to tell me the Chiefs probably going to have a 14 wins and they're not going to have – they're going to have to play? Which is fine because, hey, they might want to be on a roll anyway and just wax the whole competition if we're being yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, it I mean, just I remember so years that they had play teams, dude, that made it in the playoffs, you know, at an even 500. You know, the NFC especially. I remember one year – been years ago, but the, a team with a losing record got into the playoffs I, I because the their Panthers. division was so bad. It was the, the Panthers. Panthers. The seven and yeah, nine. and the, yeah, and their division was so, so trash that they got into the playoffs. And I thought, is this actually happening? But hey, you know, whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. And I think this whole thing is going to blow over with this this whole the way they've got it set up right now is going to blow over. I don't think this is going to last more than one year. Um, kind of like a. They did with the uh, challenging pass interference calls. That just ended quickly because it was. I have a bust. feeling that. Well, then they ex- they expanded the practice squad, right? I mean, yeah, they, they ex- and they expanded the fit. What I thought, I thought they expanded fifty three to the fifty five man roster now for next year. Yeah. Uh, next well, that's year. probably that's part of the deal. 
who agrees on that? The owners? Because I'm curious if Clark Hunt decided to vote yes or no, vote no on that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know the NFL committee has something to do with it, and then all the teams get together and decide whether it's a good good idea or a bad idea. And I think they took what they, I think they're taking away one preseason game. If I'm not mistaken, they only play. They don't three. really want to have preseason at all. That's kind of what they've been alluding to. Well, they've been trying to get away, get rid of it for a long time, but the the, the coaches don't want to because yeah, you need it. It's essential. you need it to see how your guys, you know, your rookies are going to play, and you got to have that. So, and to loosen up your starters, and you know, towards the end of it, so they they're exactly. ready to play game one. But uh, the NFL has been trying to get rid of it for a long time, and I don't I don't know why they make revenue off of it, so they should keep it. But and then they want to add an extra game next year, dude. Seventeen games. Yeah, Seventeen game why? season. Why? What's the point? It makes no sense to me. I don't know. I think it's just to give more diversity in the league with, you know, who make and a lot of it has to, a lot of it stems from the, like the same teams over and over and over get into the playoffs. And I okay. think they're trying to extend, to you know, team better. that's the whole point. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but you know, just like the stupid ignorant ass rule that they put out that set me sideways about, you know, teams are getting rewarded to hire a minority coach. What the, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, what the freak is that about? It should not be a god dang reward well, system. I think you might want to clarify for the viewers, the, the listeners, of what you mean specifically. Okay, so the NFL has decided that they were going to basically reward teams with whether it be, I think it's picks, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, picks. Yeah, to hire a head coach, offensive coordinator that are Even front office workers. Even front office workers that are minority. In my opinion, that's straight bullshit. You do not, no one in this, in their right mind, would ever think that's correct. You are basically rewarding a team to hire someone that is already qualified to be in that position because of the color of their skin. Kiss my ass. If they belong in that position, I don't care what color they are. So are you they trying belong to, in that position. JP, so then are you trying to say that the owners and the front office people now aren't giving, um, uh, minority coaches and uh, option because it looks like they're not even really even getting a chance as much as the Rooney rule and stuff. They're not even getting considered. No, well, I, and that's what it looks like. And, th- and I think that's what the NFL sees it as. And I agree. I mean, to some degree, yeah. I mean, there is a few minority coaches out there, but you got uh, what's his name in LA? Joseph. What's his name? Oh, man. I forgot his name. Oh, Vance, Vance something. Oh, right I know team. who you're. T- it'll come to. It'll come to me later. Yeah, but I think it's Vance saying? Joseph. He's you know he's a head coach, and then prior to that, we had Marvin Lewis, we had Romeo Cornell, we had a lot of guys that were you know whether it be offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, head coaches. But it seems like over the last probably six to eight, ten years, mm-hmm. it's really dropped off, and I don't know if that is a. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a race well, thing or if it's uh, if with honestly, I mean, I'm, I'll put it out there and I don't care what anybody thinks of me with Jerry Jones. I believe it is. But because I think Jerry Jones sees players. Well, he just wants a yes man coach. That's why that's he all he wants. Yeah. When you're looking at, okay, and the way how I've seen it, it's like you have <laughs> people like Eric Bieniemy. How in the world did Joe Judge get a job before Eric Bieniemy? He was a special teams coordinator and a wide receiver coach for the Patriots. He yeah. somehow got a head coaching head coaching job with the Giants. Bieniemy yeah. is way over cloud flight, and he couldn't even get it. I don't know if he did he even get an interview. He had three interviews. Okay, he had he had an interview, but it, they didn't give it to him, which I was very confused. Made no sense to me. And then you have Matt Rule in Carolina. How are you going to pick him over Eric Bieniemy? Hey, look who's in the Jets right now. Bro, and then you have Adam Gay. You see these these you see these groups where they're continually to they get a black coach, one prime example. Jim Caldwell with the Lions. His last year, they went like nine and seven. They fired him. They hired Matt Patricia. And this dude came and went more than four games in three years. In three no, years, no. three seasons. Yeah. So you're telling me you rather have you don't want the black coach who's gonna help build your team, but you're gonna to pick someone else who's gonna do just as worse. And they br- and they brought Patricia in because they thought he was because he came from the Patriots. They he, thought he would bring something. No, we've seen his coaching style is not going to work there. No. The only reason it only worked. I don't know why it will only really work in New England. But players ain't going to be basically submitting to him like that. I mean, that's just no. kind of how it is in the day. 
Yeah. It well, just, I got to tell you, too, I don't think he's going to be there after this season, to be honest with well, you. If he doesn't do something after this season, I think he's done. Oh, sure. I agree. Yeah. I think so they're going to blow opening. that whole thing up there. They're going to have to blow that whole thing up, ship out Stafford. I mean, unfortunately, this is kind of at this point, they haven't been able to do anything. No. It just frustrates haven't. me when you have all these qualified black coaches and they can't even get a chance, it seems like. Like, yeah. one good example. We all knew John Gruden was going to be hired by the Raiders. But in the Rooney rule, they have to at least interview one minority candidate. And I think they're under investigation because they didn't even do that. Another yeah. example, Jerry Jones. They brought in Marvin Lewis for an interview. Knowing full well they weren't going to hire them. It's a waste yeah. of time. It's yeah. a waste of time if you're not going to give them a position. Some of these but guys who aren't getting a chance have, to switch in the front Marvin office. Lewis would have been great and as an offensive coordinator, even if he didn't want to give him the, the GM mm-hmm. position, you know, assistant head coach, anything, just to, because he's smarter than what they have right now. I'm sorry, man. Mike McCarthy is a good guy, but he's more of a Jerry Jones yes man. The team, he is Jerry Jones in the background, and he's just saying everything to Mike McCarthy. That's basically how it is. Uh, Jerry Jones, I, mean, he I can tell you. And, uh, he bought the team and he wants to play coach. That's basically what it is. Well, he's been the GM, the co, you know, the head, basically the head coach, so, the GM, and the owner for so many years. It doesn't even exactly. matter at this point. But um, Jerry Jones is, in my opinion, probably just probably one of the. Uh, I don't know. Um, Be careful with it. <laughs> I'll leave it for another day. Um, I'll just put it this way: He looks at players as players and. If they're great in their position, he doesn't care what color they are. And if they're, you know, if they're, they could be a, a friggin' have 12 master's degrees and be one of the smartest people on the planet and have one of the best football minds. And God forbid, if they're black, they're not going to get that job. So it just, that's just my opinion of Jerry Jones. So, um, yeah. and it has been for a long time. But um, <clears throat> anyway, you know, and, and it's no different in San Francisco. I mean, my opinion, I think. It was a joke. John Lynch. John Lynch. I mean, I think that was. Oh, you don't I, think he's a good GM? No, I don't. Mm. And I think I, he's done a pretty good job for what I've seen over the last. I mean, he's hit on a couple good um, players, some good players. I know he's been good at that. No, yeah, I've but seen. the problem is, is they, they, you know, they went they went to the Super Bowl against us, and I I said they would, and I mm. did say they would. Because they had a great defense and they had Jimmy Garoppolo, which I thought was going to turn out to be a better quarterback than he has so far. Mm-hmm. But they also, if you looked at their schedule that entire season, holy crap, dude. Any, I mean, there was a lot of teams that could have went to the Super Bowl with oh, their schedule. Good. Yeah. So, and then what happens the following year? You know, players are injured. This guy's gone. That guy's gone. You know, a good GM, one, keeps their team together. And two always has somebody in the background that can fill those shoes. Yeah. And so far, look at where they're at. I mean, hey, they lost. Man. They lost Garoppolo. They lost um, Kittle. Kittle. Bosa. Bosa. I mean, they, everyone fun. basically injured. Bosa. Yeah. I mean, everyone's hurt on their team for the most part. Yeah. And so John, it's, in my opinion, mm-hmm. John Elway is the worst GM in football. I'm sorry, but he is. Well, we've seen it, man. Ever since they won that Super Bowl, bro, they have been at the bottom of the AFC. They haven't beat the Chiefs since 2015. 2015, dude. Mahomes has been... Alex Smith and Mahomes has been dicing on them for that long. And I got a friend in Kansas City who's a Broncos fan, dude. And every time I see him, I just say Chiefs, and he gets so mad because he knows it's true. He knows it's true, man. So, but hey, what can we do, man? It's an interesting time. His ego will kill him, man. No, I hear you, man. And I'm just... I'm hoping in the future that these owners and front office members wake up and realize there's some good candidates out there for the job who know the game. So that's all I'm just going to say there. That's what you have to look at. That's what they have to look at. I don't want to hear about all the other bullshit that they come up with. They need to look at the people that have the most qualifications to coach of the, the either the position or the team or be in the front office and put those people in those positions. That's what they have to do. The, the reward system is ignorant, in my opinion. I think it's a it's a weird attempt. It's a slap by, in the face, in my it, opinion. Yeah, I, yeah. I just wish people would just do the right thing the first time around, to where it doesn't have to get to. But you can't. People don't want to. Those owners, you know, they don't want to seem to think outside their worldview. So that's all I'm gonna yeah, say there. I but agree. yeah, I mean, yeah. But looking at the Chiefs' schedule moving ahead, man. How do you think they're going to finish the season? Right now we're seven one through the season. What do you? What are your thoughts? We're eight and one. 
Oh, sorry, yeah, eight and one. My bad. Sorry, my bad. I think we're gonna be. I think we're gonna end up fifteen and one. Wow, you really think they're gonna run the table? I do. I think they're always better in the second half of the season. Coming off a bye week, they had a great. This is the great time. A great time to have a bye. I mean, it really is. I'm sorry, but it's midway through the season. They get the rest. You won't want them out, to have they, it in December, though. You don't want to have them to have it in December. You know what? I think. I I, I honestly think it's not going to make that much of a difference because they seem to do so much better no matter, especially with Mahomes and and the way this defense has come around. I think they do so much better after a bye week anyway. Andy Reid has them dialed in Mm -hmm. and they know that second half of the season, especially with Mahomes. He knows mentally that this is very important. The defense knows it. And if they want, especially with the way this season is going and the way they put this rule in, uh, they know they have to win out, and they know they got to win every game. So, mm-hmm. I think that they're gonna. I, I, I can see them actually going fifteen and one. Um, looking at who we have to play, I'm not worried about the Bucks. The only team that may give us a little bit of trouble, and I, and and I can't say it'd be a lot, might be the Saints. But mm-hmm. you forgot one. Uh, you forgot a team. Who? Who? The Dolphins. I'm not worried about them. Okay, they're, not the Dolphins. They're okay, the Falcons, they're not. The Falcons. That's going to be a test oh, of our God. defense. Going against that well, receiving core, Julio, Calvin Ridley. Um, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah. What, what are their, what's their record right now? Oh, mm-hmm. man. I don't think they're even at 500. I, I think don't think they're so. At the, they're like, I think they have to be third. No, they're. I think they're last in the division. I, they're, you know, yeah, the they're, Panthers must have the same record, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, dude, I'm not too concerned with them. Um, I, I'm really not. I don't think they're going to – they're not going to – if they can't beat who they played now, how are they going to beat us? I mean, it's just That's that simple. True. So, you know, you got to look at it from their their schedule and who they played. And, you know, they're playing NFC teams that honestly aren't that good. And I, I just don't see them – I don't see them being that great. And I, I, Like I said, if they can't beat who they played this up to this point, they're definitely going to I, I beat know, us. man. I'm just saying that receiving core is nasty. It's going to be a good test for our defense, especially trying to deal with Julio Jones. Well, I think you're going to see with him, he's definitely going to be covered pretty heavy, heavily um, during that game. And we've got some studs on our defense that can cover him. Oh, dude. we do. I, mean, I we can't do. wait till Snee comes back. He's going to be most likely playing during that time. He's going to, yeah, he's, he might be playing during his Raiders game. Oh, so. I wouldn't be surprised, man. They got to activate him. Yeah, so. so. Um, his time's coming, and when he gets back, it's you know he's dangerous on the field. That dude, he he came out like a seasoned vet, you know, and and he just I think he's got a lot to prove now that he he was injured, and he's got a lot more to prove when he comes back, and he's going to prove it. So, and you got to remember at that time when he was playing, we didn't have Breland in there, and he's a huge help. Ooh, you Breland? know, as far as uh, oh yeah, yeah, Rashad. Rashad. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he was there that first game. He got interception. Remember? No, I remember he got suspended. No, he played the first game against the Raiders. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he played the first game. He got interception right. in that game. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but then his what was his two game? Was it four game suspension he had? Yeah, he had a four game suspension. Yeah, yeah that was Chiefs' fifth Chiefs' fifth game of the year. Yeah, and so. Snead just played. He balled. Lights out. I mean, he balled. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that guy, he's a beast. So I think uh, I'm not too concerned, you know, because what do they? Who do they have besides Jones? I mean, I Kyler Ridley. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, you still gotta deal with Matt Ryan. That defense. Matt Ryan ain't so... that damn good, dude. I'm uh, sorry. He ain't. I feel like he can still play. He can, but if he was in a different system, he'd be better. But right now, with what he's got right now, he's dead last in his division. And you, everybody knows that most of those NFC divisions are yet they're just not that good. So it's it's hard for me to see them beating us. I just I have a hard time seeing it. They don't have the weapons we have on offense, that's for sure. They don't have as many. I mean... You're right, just, yeah. Just, I just think they, they could have... be a sneaky team that might try to make a run at the end and just mess up people's seasons. Well, they season. could, but I got a feeling they're looking... You know, a lot of these teams, when, they, when they're when they at the bottom of the barrel that deep into the season, mm-hmm. they're going to they're gonna lose out just to get the draft picks, dude. Yeah. It just is what it is. I mean, teams do it all the time. As much as I, it sucks, but they do. Well, do you, you know, think they're going to end up trading Matt Ryan or um, Julio in the offseason? I think Julio wants to go. 
You think he does? Yeah. I, why would he want to stay? I mean, I just feel like his whole career has been wasted with him, to be honest. It has Yes, been. he has I mean, some good moments. Got time he, left, and he needs to go. Well, I, I, if I was Chicago, I would have signed. I would have went ahead and tried to sign Cam Newton, then trade for Julio. I mean, that's just, in my opinion, a perfect match. But, I mean, they weren't yeah. thinking about it. You see how Nat, Matt Nagy's doing there. I mean, he finally gave up a play calling. And he has struggled. I And I've told this to you, man. I don't think he deserved the tough coaching job one season after being the Chiefs off, uh, offensive coordinator. I felt that it was too soon. And because Peterson was there for, a, for at least a couple of years. And then Matt Nagy left, and you expect, okay, yeah, they had some good, a couple of good years there, but he's really struggled on how I'm trying to get that team to work offensively. So I yeah. just kind of thought it was premature for him to get a job after the Titans, I mean, after the Titans playoff loss. And I'm starting to feel like Andy recovered for him in that game because Andy Reid said, well, he calls the good plays, I call the bad ones. The same place he was, he's running, he ran that 2017 AFC wildcard loss to the Titans yeah. are being run against the Bears, if the Bears are using. So it's kind of showing me that, yeah, there is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm I glad agree. we got the enemy in that spot because he's so much better off as a coordinator. Well, and that's the hard part. You know, that's, that, that's what tears you when it comes to him because he's so damn good in his position and he's got so much chemistry with our offense. I want him to succeed at every level that he can succeed at, and I would love to see him get a head coaching position, but I hate to see him go because yeah, it's going to be I, hard to fill those shoes, dude. There's not a lot of people out there that can do what he does, and he's oh, done a great not. job at it. So it's just it sucks to see him go, but I hope and I pray that he does get the job, a job, and I think he probably already has one lined up or somebody's you know got his their eyes on him. Hey man, that Lance's job would be good for being me for being honest. Really would be. yeah, that would I be good. So. That would be good for him. Yeah. But yep. I hear you, man. Yeah. He just he deserves it and it sucks to see him go because he's great at it and our, our offense loves him. You know, I mean everybody loves him on that team. And it would really be hard pressed to find somebody that could fill those shoes. That's the hey, hard part. I just don't want to be in the AFC, but hey if he could go to the Falcons, I think he could do something with that team. They got a lot of good players. Yeah, and I don't think yeah. they're gonna have no bloopers <laughs> like they yeah. had every season with that onside kick. Yeah. No, no, no one can touch it. No one can. T- like, bro, come on, dude. Man, talk but about. But look kickers. at the. Go ahead. God, dude, I'm just thinking about that game last night. Um, that dude shanked one off his foot. I think it went 17 yards. Mm-hmm. Then he had one blocked for a touchdown. That poor kid was driving a FedEx truck, bro. He was driving a FedEx truck. Got the job. Came left, went back to FedEx, and then came back, and then he has that, and it's like, oh my god, this poor kid. Is it, this I mean, Gostowski, right? No, uh, the one for um, uh, the Titans. The, the, the Titans. What's his name? I can't think I of his name Gustavsky right now. Gostowski was her kicker. No, oh, not him. Not for the, the Titans. Punter. Oh, the punter. The punter. The punter. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, his he name right now. That, Ooh, he had a, That kid just yeah, I mean, had it. Oh, God, he had it rough. Block, block punt, shanked one. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. Bad. I can't even remember his name right now, but I felt bad for him. And I was looking at him on that bench, and he knew that that 17-yard that shank, you know, was it, that touchdown was his fault, you know, that came off of it. And I just felt bad for him. But yeah, and he was he driving some... a FedEx truck, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know. I, I thought, that, okay, at, maybe he's the, maybe he's going to be the Kurt Warner, you know, Kurt Warner working at Hy-Vee, yeah. you know, sacking groceries and comes out <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Not this kid. I mean, it's, it's going to work out for him. He'll find, it will all work out for him eventually. But yeah, look at the so. games this week coming up, man. What's one that intrigues you the most that you probably want to watch? God, there's so many of them right now. I mean, I, honestly, I would like to see, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, in the I AFC, I, I want to see Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh game is what I really want to see. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Who you want to see? Uh, the uh, Sorry, I lost it. The Cardinals versus the Bills. Oh. I can't wait to see what Colin Murray is going to do that Bills defense because they That's have struggled a lot this year. They have. But the Bills are um, Bills are a tough team, but I, I I got a feeling this might be the year that the Cardinals make it to the playoffs and – Oh, I'm hoping so. There's gonna be three and, teams coming out of the, the NFC West. There's yeah. gonna be three teams. Yeah, 
and I think the Cardinals are going to be, um, I would love to see Fitzgerald, you know, get into the playoffs at least, you know, now that he's ending, getting close to the end of his career anyway. And How many I years do you guy. think he's going to play? What's that? How many years do you think he's going to end up playing? I don't know, bro. I mean, the guy loves the game, and I think he's, I think he just turned 38. He might play till 40. You never know, He man. might play till 40. I think he's trying to beat that Jerry Rice record. You know, Jerry Rice was 40 when he was. Well, retired. he's been taking care of his body, so, I mean, if he can, he can, dude. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he will do. I wish so. we would have got him when his contract was up. Yeah, no, I agree. So, yeah. God, what he could have done with us for the last seven years. Oh, well, Lord. he refined his game. He went from, like, an X and a Y receiver to a slot. Which yeah. is perfect because he's faster than those linebackers. And that's, yeah. I think, what Julio and A.J. Green should try to resort to since they're not that dominant receiver. Switch to the yeah. slot. You can beat those linebackers all day. I mean, a prime example, man, and I'll just explain this to you, dude. It's like having... It's like having Justin Houston trying to guard Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Leave you belt in the backfield. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I still to this day can remember the 2015 divisional game where the Chiefs lost because they kicked, they didn't, the the, the, the Steelers kicked six field goals, dude. And you yeah. see Sutton's having Houston guard Bell out of the backfield and this dude burnt him like by 20 yards oh, and somehow just, it was just like, it was, it's just, when I just think of those moments, they just remind me of the craziness I've had to deal with as a Chiefs fan. So, oh, I know. I know. Well, you know what? I was I was actually actually happy to see Justin Houston on the field last night. Um, it's always good to see him actually on the field. Um, I'm, I'm glad he got to play. That's the one thing I can say. Oh, yeah. That's one thing. So, when you just see Justin Houston play, it's awesome. Now, I don't know. Would, would you think he'll be coming to Chiefs Ring of Honor? For what? Do you think he'll be in the Chiefs Ring of Honor? Um, He should be. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't be, but I mean... Who knows, man? They do some crazy stuff when it comes to that. Um, I look at, like, uh, you know, Tony Gonzalez is in there and a few other players that you wonder sometimes, should they be, uh, especially with Gonzalez leaving the way, you know, he left and all that stuff. And, and I yes, think he that was, one's kind of a given to be. I feel like that's kind of a given, though. Yeah, I think so, too. And That's what he did with the team. Yeah, and, you know, there's players, I you know, I think he should, but... I don't know if he will or not. I mean, it depends on how many more years he plays. And, you know, if he stays with them, I think, you know, it, yeah. it's, it, it's going to be a, depending a lot upon that. So we'll see what happens. But it would be nice to see that. I would like to see it ha- happen if it does. Um, he's a, he's one of the, he's a staple for our team. Well, I always think was. I think what's what's gonna happen is that we have so many players on this current team that's gonna be in the Ring of Honor. You're gonna have yeah. Tyreek Hill, you're gonna have Mahomes, you're gonna have Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew. Um, I mean, the, Frank Clark's gonna be in there. I mean, the list just kind of goes on and on. I mean, Colquitt's yeah. gonna get into there, and he's not on the team this year. So I just can't wait to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be interesting. Um. Uh, we have so many players right you're right right now we have so many players on our team there's there's only so much room around on that ring well that's what i'm saying they're gonna have to refix that whole ring and everything because it's about to be pretty busy in my opinion i think tomba the players i think who should make it is tomba holly justin houston and Derek johnson those are three automatic locks within the last five years those guys in the old regime they are automatic locks because what they were able to do with the chiefs what they just did with with the team, and I can't wait to see them have her spot. So, yeah, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I know um, the lot. I have a lot of people that DM me. I got three today. Everybody keeps asking me if they're gonna do anything about you know if the if the NFL is gonna shut down before the season's up because of how bad COVID is right now. Uh, yeah, I just got another DM. I don't know how to answer that. I mean, right now, the way it looks, you would think so. I mean, just because of how it's not bad. It's looking good. It's not looking yeah. good, dude. Yeah. It's just really bad. And I I, I can't say that they wouldn't. Um, 
but a lot of it's you know if i can tell you if it comes down to it no they're not going to do it if they were going to do it they would have done something about it earlier but it's not to say that they won't i just there's a 90 percent chance that no that's not going to well, happen my in the opinion game. is that they should just put them in a bubble I know it's been difficult, but if they would have planned back in June and July and started yeah. until the end of August, like yeah. they typically do, they could have already had this problem figured out. Because I could just tell what the way that everything is going now, man. Cases are rising. We're about to enter some dark months, unfortunately. I hope and pray that doesn't happen. But people don't want to wear masks. People don't want social distance. I mean, it's not looking good. I mean, you see no. all these players, man, like D-Rob just had his baby. Dieter just had his baby. Mahomes' yeah. girlfriend is pregnant. I mean, a lot of players right now are ha- have kids, have parents, elderly people that yeah. they have in their family. I mean, it's a risk. And it, I mean, you saw with Damian Williams, man, His, I think his mother has, does she have cancer? Yeah. Is that what cancer. she has? And he decided yeah. to opt out. He's like, I already won the Super Bowl. So I'm just gonna have to, I don't want to get her sick or anything, which I understand completely. It's just gonna be interesting. It just frustrates me that the NFL can, is like they're a billion dollar multi-billion dollar corporation, but they can't solve some they can't figure out simple solutions to these problems that should have been addressed or talked about. Because to the public eye, it looks like they did not do anything in June and July. And then when it got to August, they're kinda like, uh, what do we do? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there was no yeah. leadership That's or exactly what they did. And so, we'll, we had talked about this on the show a long time oh, ago. It wouldn't, oh, yeah. it wouldn't have been that difficult because, really, if you take one big, nice hotel in each prospective city that you have mm-hmm. an NFL team, yes, and that hotel is only for players, yes, period, mm-hmm. and that's what you do. They play their game. They go exactly. back. To, that's all they had to do, and that would have ended any risk of it being the in the NFL for the most part. Um, 99%, but they didn't do that. I know it's tough on the players. I know it's tough on the the families of the players, but the NBA did it, and their season's a hell of a lot longer. I feel like, well, obviously you can make the point that, oh, well, the NBA had a legit bubble with courts because it's not big to have a court, but NFL, you're going to need several hundred-yard football fields. But what you do bring a great point, man, man, is have a – Hotel, a good, ho- a nice five-star resort hotel that the players can stay at throughout yeah. the season, and then the opposing team can come to that hotel or exactly. another one. But exactly, I mean, it's just it sucks though because the players can't be with their families. That's the That's hard the part. Of, like I said, so, it's the, the NBA season's three times longer than the freaking NFL yeah, season, right, so, and right. they did it. So, you know, it's just part of it. You know, everybody's going through trying times right now with this whole situation. It's not just NFL. It's not. And you know, every every business on the planet, every individual on the planet is going through hell right now when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. So we just happened to have it where it seemed like nobody gave a crap for the first you know That's six what months. Like to the fans. Well, That's it looks, what like looks like that like in every every part of this whole situation. It seems like because we're losing so many people now that, and so many more people are catching it, and they're saying this one. This strain here is five times harder than oh, Lord. the last one. So, I mean, there now there's kids dying from it. There's And, you know, it's so funny. I think about this now. So, I remember watching probably two months ago. Mm-hmm. There was a big thing in St. George, Utah, about these families that went and raided the schools and raided the town hall and, and all this other crap saying we don't need to wear no mask it's our lives we'll oh, die you know we want to die we'll die blah blah they had a little kid on there he kind of about five years old and the newscaster was interviewing him and he's, he's a little kind of a hit kid and he says well the flu kills more people than the yeah COVID i know does. exactly what you're talking okay, about yeah. well his par- flu- that's wrong with them. I mean, they just and that's his parents the wrong stuff. exactly mm-hmm. well now i wonder how they feel because their hospitals are completely overrun they're making makeshift tents they're, that whole state is screwed with COVID. Which state is this? Utah. Ooh. Yeah. So I wonder how those people feel now that told all their kids it, the flu is worse. It ain't going to get to you. You're okay. You're a kid. You're fine. Well, what about your grandma? What about your aunt? You know, now they're all, people are dying left and right. Dying in droves over there. Well, I was so. told by someone before I left to come to college that the virus would be over by the time the election ended. And I told them that's not happening. And I was right because we're still dealing with that. So, yeah. unfortunately, it's it's, I wish yeah. it would go away. But 
People just don't want to do the right thing, and that's just a sad part. Well, a lot of people thought it was a conspiracy, and you know, some was a hoax, some was a conspiracy, some of this all political. There's conspiracy with everything. It is, and you know what? It doesn't make a bit of difference if it was a political thing or if it was a if it was man-made or not. Which you know, in my opinion, I think it 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 didn't derive man-made, but it was cultivated. Mm -hmm. So my it doesn't make a difference where it came from. It's here, and if you don't do it, there's nothing you can do about it. You can either do what you're supposed to do to fix the problem or be an idiot and go outside and don't wear a mask and have a big ass party and do all the dumb shit you've been doing and wonder why your aunt just died and wonder why you gave it to your grandma. Why, why did you get, give your mom that is not doing that great? Why did you just give her, you know, COVID? And what I'm, and most, concerned, and what I'm most concerned about the players at the end of the day, that they're just healthy and stuff. Cause you know, McCall Harmon was put on the COVID list. Yeah. And that's concerning to me because first of all, I don't want no one to get sick. And no. the way I see people get mad, I'm like, oh, I tweeted this. Whenever the Chiefs and the Patriots came back for spawn, I said, the players' health and safety, and most importantly, their life is more important at the end of the day than football. Exactly. It's more important at the end of the day. Everybody's is. Yeah. I mean, people consider entertainers. Okay, yeah, they're entertainers, but their life is more important. At the end of the day. It doesn't matter if they're entertainers Football, or not. What happened yeah. in Hollywood? They're all entertainers and they didn't film a, a TV show, no, a movie, well, or anything I'm, else. What I'm trying to say is that people consider players as a hold on, people considered um people sorry people consider NFL players as like to their expense. I'm like, no, no, no. These are living, breathing human beings who have opinions too. They shouldn't exactly. have to be put under that type of stuff if they don't want to if they want to opt out. Everybody has benefit. a family and everybody has a life. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's for their benefit. If they want to opt out, let them opt out. Exactly. There's no point in nobody's risking their life for a paycheck. And if you do, it's on you. If you risk your family's life for a paycheck, it's on you. But most people, I understand if you, none, you know, most everybody doesn't make millions of dollars a year. I get that. But Regardless of how you look at it, you still have a family and you still have to worry about, you know, money is important because it makes the world go around. But if you're not around to spend it, then what does it matter? If you're not around to take care of your kids, what does that money matter? It doesn't matter. So you have to really think about it from a different perspective besides I got to have a paycheck because at the end of the day, a paycheck does you no good when you're dead. Does your kids no good when you're dead? It's just that simple. I go to work every day and I throw people out of my business because they won't they don't come in with a mask on. And it happens five times a week. I throw somebody out of my shop. And it is what it is. I yeah. got some guy got pissed the other day because I said, Do you have a mask? And he says, In my car, and I said, Great, go to your car and get it. <laughs> oh man. And he just kind of looked at me and I said, we're in, a, we're in a pandemic. We're in a pandemic. What yeah. do you think? <laughs> yeah. He just stared at me. I said, dude, there's a big ass sign on the door. It says no, no shirt, no mask, no service. Mm -hmm. And he just looked at me. I said, am I smiling right now? Do I look like I'm joking? Did he, did he come back in with the mask? No, he went and got pissed off and went to his car and left. And I was the happiest I could have been. Well, we'll have to deal with that. I mean, it's your yeah. business. It didn't hurt my feelings. Sick, so. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I could care less. Yeah. You know, honestly, I could care less. So. Uh, it just is what it is. You get, people have to deal with it. If you don't understand it and you still don't get it to this point now, when we're a hundred and what eighty six thousand people a day or whatever it is that are getting tested positive, one mm -hmm. out of every three people in Missouri have COVID or have had COVID. Mm. That was something that was put out, and that's not a hoax. That's real. That's the state that you live in. The majority of the people that listen to our show live in that state. Wichita, Kansas is getting bombarded with COVID right now. Mm -hmm. So everybody needs to realize this is not a joke. So well, with that being wrong, said, man. you know, it's just something that we're going to have to deal with. And the one thing that, you know, they, they did say the other day that with this vaccine, you know, it's a two-parter. And it's the last thing I'm going to say about this because I'm trying to get this beat into everybody's head. Um, it's a two-part vaccine. What they're worried about is, is that Yes, it's got a 90% success rate if it's taken correctly. It's it is being the fact that it's a two-parter. So you take the first part, then five or six weeks later, you take the second part. Well, apparently it gives you a massive migraine and a couple little 
you know, your dizzy spell or whatever, and then it goes away after a couple of days. But then you go back five days or five weeks later and you get the second part of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. They are trying to make it a one shot, one and done deal. But as it stands right now, it's a two parter. If you have to take the two parter, I guess you're going to have to take it if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But you, right now, as it stands, they're rushing this vaccine to get it done. Am I proud of that? Hell no. Am I happy about it? Not at all. But something has to be done because you can't go years and years and years with this because by the time it's all said and done, there's not going to be anybody left. And now people are catching it twice. Yeah, so, man, I'm just hoping everything in it works out. And I'm just praying for everyone's families. And I'm just hoping that the players especially, that people realize what they're doing because they have to go yeah. through a lot of unfor- – they have to go through a lot of um, – Adversity. Yeah, adversity just dealing with this as a whole. So, I mean, yeah. but I know I trust the Chiefs because, I mean, I, they know what they're doing. And Andy Reid and them are very smart. And they know they what they're going to do to help. And as soon as they have an issue, someone COVID list and make sure he's okay, bring him back. I mean, this team knows we're doing compared to, like, the Raiders where they had, look, they had, they lost a draft pick and got the, the Gruden's got fine, right? So, Twice. I mean, yeah, so it's just kind of like teams are not taking this seriously. I'm like, uh, do you want to have a season or not? And it's just, it's all craziness right now. So, I mean, just hope everything works out in the end. So, well, there's so much, they got so many things going against them right now that they'd be lucky to get through a season between the fines and losing draft picks and then under investigation for other things. I mean, they, they, that team's a disaster. So, um, they're, they're just lucky they got the record that they have right now. That's all I can mm-hmm. say. All right, but, uh, man. and they're still what? Three, four games behind us. Well, hey, man, if the Chiefs can beat them, now I'm going to ask you your opinion before we wrap up. But if the Chiefs can beat them, man, they're going to be sitting, I think, they're still going to be second in the division. They're still going to be second. But if the Chiefs yeah, they'll can be beat second them, it's going to work. It's, it's going to be perfect. We split the series with them. That's all that matters. Yeah. And that's the first time, let's see, we lost one game to the Chargers by one point. Mm hmm. So that was, that was we pretty much swept our 2018. So we've pretty much swept our division every year except for, well, since 2015, except for 2018 and then one this year. So, yeah, I mean, um, doing pretty good. Like every other year we lose one or we sweep, sweep the division. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, I think that the Chiefs are going to win the game. Um, I think they're going to go on there with an attitude and just whip the shit out of them in their own home. <laughs> And it's just what I think. Um, I think it's going to be just a, a shellacking. Well, if a message could be sent to Tyron Matthew or to anyone on that defense, please, when you win, plant the Chiefs Kingdom flag in the middle of the Raiders field for me at the 50-yard That's all line. I want to see. That's <laughs> all I want to see. And if you hit a sprinkler head underneath the ground or a heat, I mean, whatever it is, it happens. You know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, they, they can they can worry about cleaning up their flood. Um, but they, I would love to see that happen. You know, just mm-hmm. stick that flag up and then walk on out. We don't need to do a victory lap. We don't have to have a police escort. We don't need well, any of honestly, that. Honestly, what we, they should do is just walk out and be like, you talk that stuff or something. I mean, they always do something special after everyone, so I can't wait. So, Well, you know what I'd like to see is Mahomes throw some water on his face. Act like he's crying. We <laughs> would. Oh, no, so you know, they, they can't. Man, that's what's going to cause a problem. That's gonna, man, you know, JP, that's going to cause a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know if they—it's gonna be all over ESPN. Undisputed Skip oh, Bayless God. is gonna say he's an immature Super Bowl champion yeah. that doesn't know how to act, and then him and Skip yeah. get at, at it, and then you know Stephen A. or Max Comey are gonna say something crazy, and then you oh, got yeah. all the Raiders fans, Raider Cody especially getting mad, saying, how, "I guess he's going <laughs> to block the best player in the AFC." I'm like, "Whoa, Raider Cody, actually." Derek Carter is the worst player in the AFC if you're looking at that because Mahomes is at least won a Super Bowl. And your quarterback has been in the league for more years and still hasn't won one. So take that. I think he only had one season. He went to the playoffs. Yeah, man. Was his first if, season. If I have a feeling, man, the Raiders might be able to sneak in due to the extra team. The Raiders might have that chance. But, man, the issue they're having with the COVID and their offensive line all gone, man, it's going to be interesting. They got a lot of injuries and they got a lot of. I don't know, man. I, 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 I it's going to be a, a hard thing if they get it in with the rest of the teams in the AFC. It's going to be tough for them to get in. No, I agree. Am I? Um, yeah. Well, it's been an interesting show, and um, everybody needs to enjoy their off week and and 
no, you know, don't have to worry about watching a Chiefs game. And I know it sucks. It's boring on Sundays without Chiefs games, but hey, there's still football. That's all that matters. There's still football, and that's all that really matters. Give the guys a break and let them rest, and um, they're just gonna come back stronger than ever. You're gonna really? watch Kelsey get his thousand yards in the next couple of games, which be five straight seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're break not wrong. More man. records. So. Yeah, I mean, we're in a good spot as a Chiefs fan, so everything's gonna work out. Stuff we've been waiting for our whole lives, so. For real, dude. We, you waited longer than me, man. <laughs> so That's I for mean, damn sure. I mean, you were there with yeah. Derek Thomas and uh, Derek Thomas on the sidelines and seeing them lose all those games, and now they're just... It's I mean, so hey, it's, it's, it's awesome to see them doing it. It's just you wish that they could be there. Yeah. So, I mean... That's the one thing. I mean, you know, I'd love... To, and I know Derek is looking down going, you know, seeing this team, but I wish he could physically be here to see this team you know because he deserves a Super Bowl ring he, he does, does. So. yeah he definitely does so well all right guys enjoy your week weekend and uh enjoy this games and we will talk to you next week um thanks again for tuning in yeah thank you guys appreciate it thank you have a great one thank you god bless